I was reading an article today on uh, people.com because it caught it caught my eye on Google News. Um and it's kinda it's kinda interesting. And I I kinda let, let me just let me just read it to you first. Uh it's people.com and it's by Julie Maziota and it was written July twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Uh, the title is Whitney Way Thor slams people congratulating her for losing weight. Uh, I'm not just out here to be anybody's weight loss inspiration, says the star of my big, fat, fabulous life. Okay. So here, here, here's the article. Whitney Way Thor cannot care less about how much she weighs, and she doesn't want anyone else caring about the number either. The star of my big, fat, fabulous life slammed her Instagram commenters for speculating that she lost weight and congratulating her for doing so, even though even though Thor has never said she did. Speaking directly to her followers, Thor, 35, told them to stop looking at her as weight loss inspiration. I've been reading my comments, and a large majority of them are people congratulating me for losing some amount of weight that you have perceived that I have lost. But I guarantee you that I'm still fat as SHIT. And this hasn't changed from day one, she said. I'm just not out here to be anybody's weight loss inspiration. Okay. Thor said that people should refocus their attention on how she maintains a healthy body image, not what her body looks like. If you're inclined to be inspired by me, I appreciate that. I see you, but I'm just a complex human being focusing on a lot of other things besides losing weight, she said. So it's just not something I will ever feel comfortable saying thank you for. If you're inspired by me, that's wonderful. I'm glad. But I hope it's because I'm a woman who learned to love herself no matter what size she is. Okay. And uh, this is a... This is an Instagram... This is from an Instagram post that she posted... Uh, The caption is, just had to get this off my chest. Reminder, your value does not increase if your weight decreases. You can implement healthy behaviors as a fat person or a thin person, independent of weight. Changing your body is not the key to happiness, but changing your mindset is. Okay. Thor, who started uh, weightlifting again over a year ago and runs a fitness app called No BS Active, added... In the caption that I just read, that exercise is not always about losing weight. Thor constantly gets criticized on social media, first for being too heavy, and now that she frequently shares videos from her workouts on Instagram, she gets negative comments about her techniques. They don't want to see you working out, and it's so ridiculous because the people who maintain that I should lose weight should be applauding me. If that's what they think I should do. And yet they still find a way to criticize me. She previously told people. It's just fat phobia and I don't listen to it. Those Thor reiterated. That she works out for her health. Not to change her size. You can lose weight or you cannot. But regardless exercise will benefit you. In a million other ways. She said. Okay. So. Uh, I am I am familiar with this woman. I've seen uh, what's it called? My big fat fabulous life. I've watched it a couple times. It's on uh, it's on TLC. 
and it's really it's a really interesting show and it's it's uh comical in my opinion because she has she has the tendency to uh I haven't watched it in a while but I've I've watched it a few times. I've watched it about, you know, four or five times. Um but she has a tendency to present herself as this happy human being in public and she, you know, she's very, you know, I'm happy, I'm healthy. I'm all of these things and you know she just keeps saying it over and over and insisting that she is but here here's the problem what also happens in the show is she cries a lot i like she cries a ton and it's either she's faking for the cameras to make it more dramatic or she's actually crying because she's actually depressed because she's putting up this facade of how happy she is when she's really not happy at all. Um, and I will say this, I Whitney, I'd like to say this to you. Um, you talked about, you know, how people criticize you on social media. Social media is one of those things, I've said this in an earlier episode, you know, there are people that are trolls. Some people are supporters, some people are haters, some are neutral. You there's a there's a there's a long spectrum and there are some people that you are never ever going to please. They're always going to find something wrong with what you do. And so you know, but when you say you know, it's just fat phobia and I don't listen to it, you know, that you know, I can you know, I'll, I'll I'll leave that alone. I'll leave that alone. But you know, she she's a she's she's very interesting. But my goal isn't to speak about her. It's to speak. It's to speak about obesity. And America is very obese. Um, it's it's really it's really a problem. And let me just let me just give you uh, some numbers really quick concerning concerning this. Okay, um, this is this is from the CDC, and here's you know it's a it's a it's a it's a little graph, and it shows the Amer- the average weight of American men and women from 1960 to 2010. And in nine, okay, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say the numbers. Okay, so 1960, on average, the average woman weighed, and I'm gonna do men and women. This is let me just be clear. This is not an attack on women. This is a, this is not an attack on men. This is an attack on obesity. This is not aimed at any specific person, or any you know, just or any specific. Gender, okay? This is not going against man or woman. This is against obesity. All right. 1960, the average woman weighed 140. In 1975, it was 145. 1980, it was like 146. Uh, 1995, it was one about 154, 155. 
in about 2002, it was 165. Um, 2006, 2007, it was about the same. 2010, it was um, 167. So it's a, it's a it's a steady increase. It's a it's a visible increase. And now here are the numbers for men. Men in 1960, uh, it was about the average man, average American. This is American men. Uh, it was about 166. 1975, it was about 170. About 174. 1980 was maybe 175. 1995, it was about 182, 183, somewhere in there. Uh, 2002, 2003, it was like 191. 2006, 2007, it was about 195, 196. 2010, it was about the same 196, 197. Um, so that, that, you know, that's 1960 to 2010. Okay, so that, of course, it's not, it's not the most recent, but you, but you, you see the trend. You see that Americans are getting bigger. And it's a big danger to our society. And it, what's, what's a big, what a big problem is, is, you know, it has become it has become a standard of society and acceptable in society to celebrate and advertise and you know just accept obesity for what it is and it's not it's not okay it's not healthy i'm not saying these people are less than human i'm not saying that at all but i'm just saying specifically for the individual Future and future generations and just humanity overall. Alright, it's just not a good problem to have. Now it's now obesity is better than starvation. So I'll you know I'll I'll give obesity some credit here. Okay, so what what causes obesity? This is from SanfordHealthcare.org and here here we go. What causes obesity? On the surface, the cause of obesity seems simple. If you consume more calories than you burn as energy through physical activity, then you'll gain weight. But like many things, the simple explanation is often incomplete. The risk factors that contribute to obesity can be a complex combination of genetics, socioeconomic factors, metabolic factors, and lifestyle choices, among other things. Some endocrine disorders, diseases, and medications can also cause weight to increase. Okay, so here are some common factors uh, influencing obesity. You have genetics, you have uh, metabolic lifestyle. Okay, what are you know related to gen- related to genetics? Studies have shown that you can inherit a tendency toward obesity. Your chance of being overweight increases twenty five percent if one or both of your parents is obese. Heredity is also strongly influences where you carry weight, the hips or around the middle, and for you know. For guys, we carry it at, you know, we carry it at our stomachs. So it, it, you know, where you carry the weight varies on, you know, it gender affects it as well. 
metabolic, how you expend energy, differs from how someone else will. Metabolic and hormonal factors are not the same for everyone, but these factors play a role in determining weight gain. Recent studies show that levels of ghrelin, G-H-R-E-L-I-N, unfortunately I don't know how to pronounce that. I've seen that word before, but I'm, I'm not totally confident on that one. Uh, a peptide hormone known to regulate appetite and other peptides in the stomach play a role in triggering hunger and giving you a feeling of fullness after eating. So there's also there's also a uh, there's also uh, a hormone called leptin, and what leptin leptin is pretty much the same thing. It tells you how much you're full. It tells you when you're full and all of that. So one one thing to consider is you know when you when you look at someone and you, you know you see a fat person and they're just stuffing it in. You're like, how are they not full when you see all the food they're eating? What has happened is that they have built up a tolerance to the leptin and pretty much you know they're able to say when they're you know what appears what appears to be full for them it's really not it's really not they don't feel full so therefore they keep eating and so they keep eating and eating and eating which increases their uh tolerance which allows them which allows them to consume more which makes them gain weight and it's just a vicious cycle and you know it's it's pretty it's pretty sad to see. Uh, lifestyle overeating in combination with a sedentary lifestyle contributes to obesity. And if you don't know what sedentary is, that's pretty much you know just sitting all day watching TV, um, not moving, not exercising. You know, just just pretty much being inactive. Okay, uh, changing your behavior can affect these lifestyle choices. If you eat a diet in which a high percentage of calories come from sugary, high-fat, refined foods, chances are you'll gain weight. As more American families eat on the go and people look for low-cost options, more people reach for high-calorie and fat foods and beverages like fast food. Now, you know, fast food is a big, it is a big contributor to, um, you know, our size. It, cer- it certainly is. Okay. Now, what are the effects of obesity? Okay, so as I said earlier, obesity is extremely, it is not a good thing. It's not something that should be celebrated. It's not something, you know, people try to talk about, oh, you know, it's about what you, it's about how you feel about yourself. You know, it's about loving yourself. When you love yourself, you take care of yourself. You only get one body. That's all you get. And there are some things you want to change. Some things you like about yourself, some things you don't like about yourself. Um, you're you, but you are only you're only given one body in this one life that you have. And so, what you have to do, you have to make the most of it and treat your. It's like it, this. Well, this is the best comparison I've ever heard for your body. Your body is like a car. You and imagine this. This is a car that you keep for the rest of your life. You, okay, you can't get another one. You can't go buy another one. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Doesn't matter any. None of that matters. You get one car at the beginning of your life, and that's your body. Okay, so it's it's not about you know body positivity and things like that. And you know, 
it's it's just important because you know you may you may feel happy and you may feel you may feel healthy but it's like okay your body is telling you okay this isn't working this is shutting down um i'm not i don't have the same amount of energy you know our homeostasis is thrown off so many other things are you know big and how and you know how you feel is important it's you know i i will concede that it's important to feel you know to feel good you know feel good about your body but what's most important is you know what is actually happening inside your body and make sure that everything is running functionally and when it comes to obesity when you are obese your body is not functioning the way it's supposed to human beings were not made to carry as much weight as they are now humans were not made to be this big we're, we're not you know when you carry when you carry all this extra weight you're Everything works harder. Okay, here here are the health effects of obesity. Obesity has a far-ranging negative effect on health. Each year, obesity-related conditions cost over $150 billion and cause an estimated 300,000 premature deaths in the U.S. That's pretty big. The health effects associated with obesity include, but are not limited to the following. High blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, Joint problems including osteoarthritis, sleep apnea, and respiratory problems, cancer, metabolic syndrome, psychosocial effects. There, there are many, there are many things that that you know can come that can come from obesity, and none of none of these are good. Okay, as I as I was saying earlier, our bodies are not made to carry that much weight. So when they have to carry that much weight, the organs inside, I, and let me, let me just preface this. I am not a scientist. I am not a doctor, but I do understand, you know, I do understand basic science and I do understand levels of stress and, you know, pretty much I just understand how the body is supposed to work. I'm not an expert, but I do understand anatomy and things like that. Okay. When you care, when you, how can I how can I put this? If you pick up a hundred pounds, if you just pick up, if you just no, let's 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 not even say a hundred pounds. Let's say you pick up a ten pound weight and you just hold it. Okay, your body has to work a little bit harder to hold up to keep that weight up to, for you to be able to hold it up. Okay, at some point you're gonna have you're gonna have to put it down. Okay, and so at some point you will let it go. Okay, but your body, you can't just let it go, right? It doesn't, it doesn't just drop off. You know, you, you get a little bit of a gut, you get, you know, weight goes to somewhere, fat goes to somewhere, you, it doesn't just fall off the body, it doesn't work that way. Okay, so say now you add another 5 pounds, now you're at 15, say you add another 10 pounds, now you're at, now you're at you know... 25 pounds okay so the weight is adding on and the more weight you have to carry the more your body has to work so on the inside when you when you have when you are bigger and you're obese you know there's overweight and obese they're they're two different things okay i'm talking i'm talking about obesity it's not good to be overweight but it's certainly better than being obese okay when you're obese 
your body is working harder than it should be. And it's saying, okay, I, I can't keep this up forever. That's that you know, that's one reason why you see when you see older people that are in like their hundreds, nineties, eighties, you don't see big you don't see fat people. You don't see people that are obese. They're usually thin, skinny, you know, they're they're you know, they're frail. They're just they're smaller and skinnier in frame and size. Because all because if you take person A who's skinny and you take person B who's obese, let's let's not even say obese. Let's just say overweight. When the person B, their body is work, let's just put them at 10 years old. Okay, person A, they, you know, they're a normal 10-year-old in terms of how how their body is functioning. Person B is overweight, so their body is not like a 10-year-old. It's more like 15, 17, 20. Okay, but but they're still 10. Now let's put them at 20. Okay, you have the you have the regular functioning 20-year-old person A. Person B, it's not like okay, you know, 30, 25, you know, you just you're pretty much adding more years than you really are when you're bigger. The more weight you put on, the more years you add. Or really you could say the more years you subtract from yourself our bodies were not made to be this big high blood pressure additional fat tissue in the body needs oxygen and nutrients in order to live which requires the blood vessels to circulate more blood to the fat tissue this increases the workload of the heart because it must pump more blood through additional blood vessels more circulating blood also means more pressure on the artery walls that is not a good thing high pressure on the artery walls increases the blood pressure. In addition, extra weight can raise the heart rate and reduce the body's ability to transport blood through the vessels. That's why sometimes you can see, you'll see obese people and they're walking around or maybe just even sitting, they are out of breath and they need oxygen. If you watch My 600 Pound Life, many of those people, they have oxygen tanks. If Even if they're just sitting or they can't, you see them walking, they can't walk far. Like they say, you know, just try to walk when they do try to walk, they can only take like a few steps at a time. You know, they go they go outside their house if they can even fit outside their door. They go take a few steps and they're exhausted. It's like they feel like they just ran half a, half a marathon because their their organs are just working so hard because of all the pressure that is on top of them. Diabetes. Obesity is the major cause of type 2 diabetes. The type of diabetes usually begins in adulthood, but is now actually occurring in children. That's not a good thing. No child should have diabetes. None. Obesity can cause resistance to insulin, the hormone that regulates blood sugar. When obesity causes insulin resistance, the blood sugar becomes elevated. Even moderate obesity dramatically increases the risk of diabetes. Okay, so you, you kind of see where I'm going. Um, let, let's jump to sleep apnea real quick, okay? Sleep apnea is extremely, extremely dangerous. In case you don't know what that is, that's pretty much if you are when you are sleeping, you stop breathing for periods of time, which interrupts your sleep cycle. And then you're tired when you wake up. You're like, man, I just didn't sleep. 
Of course not, because your body wasn't resting, because your body at some point stopped breathing and it's like, okay, I need to breathe, I need to breathe, I need to breathe. And then you can finally like, you get, you gasp for breath. Okay? So sleep apnea, it's it's really, really not a good thing. Like people, like people can die from sleep apnea. Like when people, you know, people talk about, you know, CPAP machines and things like that. And it, it's very serious stuff. You know, the, this is this is life and death here. It's like you're on your back, so you're human. You know, we breathe better when we're standing up and we're upright. So when we are horizontal, we're not breathing the same. We're not getting the same amount of oxygen that we could be that we could be getting. Our you know our bodies you know just kind of slow down, and so. You're trying to breathe, but you can't breathe because there's just so much weight on top of you. And, you know, you snore and then your partner, they're next to you and they're they're trying to get some sleep. But you're snoring and, you know, they're trying to make sure that you don't die in your sleep. And so they can't sleep and they're cranky. And it it, it, it just causes so many other problems. Um, Cancers, you know, in women, being overweight contributes to an increased risk in a variety of cancers including breast cancer, colon cancer, gallbladder cancer, and uterus cancer. Men who are overweight have a high risk of colon cancer and prostate cancers. All right, so you 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 see and let me let me let me go to this other one. Psychosocial effects. In a culture where often the ideal of physical attractive of physical attractiveness is to be overly thin, and let me just say this. I personally, I personally don't know too many guys. Here's what here's what needs to be understood. There are we as we as men, when we see a woman, see, let me say this. Men are attracted to a variety of shapes and sizes. When you know, people talk about those models that you see on TV or magazines or things like that where it's like they're super skinny. Guys, we don't we we're not only just looking for that. We're not only just trying to mate with that because let's be real. If all guys only went for that and only tried to get that, humanity would have gone extinct a long time ago. Okay? So there are, there are there are a lot of sizes and shapes that we men like. And same, you know, same for women. You guys, you know, you guys don't you guys have your preferences. I can't I can't put myself in a woman's mind, but I know you guys don't all just go for the same type of dude. You you don't go for you don't all go for the six five, you know, whatever. You don't you don't go for that. You you like certain shapes and sizes. It says people who are overweight or obese frequently suffer disadvantages. Overweight and obese persons are often blamed for their condition and may be considered to be lazy or weak-willed. A lot of that is a lot of that is true. A lot of that is true because what happens is when you keep eating, your level of energy goes down which which will make you lazy, so you just sit. And then you get to a point where you just look at yourself and you're like, "Well, that's it. That's it. That's it for me." And then you do become weak-willed and, you know, when it comes to exercise, you just, you give up so easily. One, because you're just under so, your body's in a lot of pain, which, you know, is, you know, 
good and it's under it's under a lot of stress. But because you see that, it's like, oh, you know, I'm about to die. You know, I don't want to do this. And so you sit down because you don't have the energy. So they go hand in hand. So obese persons are often blamed for their condition. Yes. Because they do contribute to their their conditions. I, you know, there's this amazing saying, genetics, genetics load the gun, lifestyle pulls the trigger. Both of them, you know, my dad, he's, my dad, he's really skinny. My mom is a little bit overweight. Okay, but I still, I have to make my own mental decisions. Okay, okay, what am I going to do today? What am I going to eat? How much, how much am I going to move? Am I just going to lay in bed and just be sedentary and just flip the channels? Or am I going to get up and do my diamond push-ups and sit-ups and crunches and, you know, uh, lunges and, you know, leg lifts and all of those things, you know. It, so there are some things where it's like, yes, you are to blame. The blame does lie at your feet. It is not uncommon for overweight or obese conditions to result in persons having lower incomes or having fewer or no romantic relationships. That is true. Disapproval of overweight persons expressed by some individuals may progress to bias, bias, discrimination, and even torment. Don't even get me started on that stuff. I, I, I'll miss my whole other topic. But th- those things are true. You know, you know, when you're bigger, when you're when you're just a bigger person, humans humans are wired to be attracted to certain to just certain you know body types. There are certain things where, as I said. There's a wide range that we're willing to go with. And there are other type there are other body sizes where we are just going to say no. The body says no, I'm not attracted to that. Even if you scream in in the face of the individual, I'm beautiful. Call me beautiful. Call me handsome. Call me sexy. Call me, you know, hot. Call me whatever and I demand that you say this, our brains are telling us no. No, you may want to be nice to them, but at the end of the day, your brain is like, your brain and your body are like, we are not attracted to you physically. You may be a great person. You may be a great talent. You you may be an incredible opera singer. You may be an incredible plumber. You may be an incredible septic tank cleaner. You may be an incredible lawyer. But our, our, our physiology... Our, our 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 desire our desire to mate is just not there for certain types of people because of their size. Call it me, but that 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 is true. It is true. So this this obesity epidemic, you know, we we as a, as a nation we 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 can do better. Are we heading to Wally? No. I I will never really make it too Wally in my opinion. But, you know, there are just certain things where it's like, hey man, we we have we have to do better as a society. And for people that are obese, do I feel bad for them? I'll say this. I feel bad I feel bad for the for the little babies and the little kids, you know, that are under, you know, Pretty much if you are under, in my mind, if you are under 10, I will feel bad for you if you're bigger. But once you get to the, once you get to double digits, 
I start I start pointing the finger at you. Because at some point you have to make a decision for yourself and for your own well-being. Am I going to exercise? What you know what am I going to do? How how what can I do today that that can help my tomorrow? So, my next topic concerns Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. Uh, let me say something about Odell. Odell is a phenomenal talent. Just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I I remember that I remember that day he made he became a legend after he made that that catch against the uh, Cowboys on Sunday night football. I want to say it was January 24th, 2015. I think I have the right date when he made that catch. I couldn't believe he did that. But he he's just such an awesome talent. He's fast, he's quick, you know, he he just he just has an instinct. It's just really really good. He he is a fantastic talented player. Okay? I've given credit where credit is due. He is a phenomenal talent. Now let me get in, now let me get into this article right here. Uh, this is on sportingnews.com written by Arthur Weinstein. Odell Beckham Jr. race creates double standard with Tom Brady. This was published on uh, the 24th. Here we go. Odell Beckham Jr. was on the cover of GQ magazine's August issue. And because he is OBJ, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be referring to him as OBJ because Eldo Beckham Jr. is just you know long. No one will be surprised to learn he stirred some controversy in the feature article. The Browns' wide receiver touched on many topics, including his belief that he is held to a different standard than Patriots' Tom Brady because of race. Race plays into everything, whether we want to believe it or not. Beckham told GQ, "I remember posting a video of me and Tom Brady, and I hate." To even bring him in this, but he's passionate. He cares. He wouldn't still be playing if he didn't care for the game the way he did today. He throws a cup, he yells at referees, he yells at his coach. It's because he cares that bad. He wants to win that bad. Now, because he has won six Super Bowls, they validate him and say he's won six Super Bowls. I want to win the same way he wants to win. Whether I kick a, a hit a kicking net or whether I do whatever, I want to win that bad. I care about winning more than anything. I didn't get into this to celebrate and score touchdowns. I didn't get into this for followers for Instagram. It's like you built a monster, but now you're upset at the one you built. Why are you mad at me? While I'm playing football, I'm not holding the camera on myself. Everything is about what you show the world. Beckham, a three-time Pro Bowl selection in five seasons with the Giants, will begin a new chapter this season playing for a resurgent Browns franchise. And I... I just this is just side note. I'm excited for the Browns. I can't wait to see what they do. I cannot wait. I can't. I can't wait for kickoff. Like I cannot wait. Cleveland acquired the 26 year old receiver via an off season trade. Beckham said he felt disrespected upon hearing the news. My initial reaction was not disappointment. I felt disrespected. Beckham said, "Like after everything I've done for them, this is me being honest." This team has not been good for the last six years, period. I felt disrespected because I felt like I was the main reason at keeping the Giants brand alive. 
They were getting primetime games still as a 5-11 and 11 team. Why? Because people want to see the show. You want to see me play. That's just, that's true. That is absolutely true. My Here's my problem with the Giants. You know, I always, every time with Sunday Night Football, I was like, how are the Giants on again? It was like Giants, Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys. It was just like, man. Cowboys, I understand, because for some reason they're considered America's team, which I, I don't really know why they are. But for, you know, the Giants, you know, it's it's New York, uh, and, you know, they just, which I think they're really in New Jersey, but really it's Odell. Whenever I watched, whenever the Giants were on, I was like, okay, Odell's playing. Eli Manning, you know, he was, you know, now he's, he's garbage and I, you know, he was, he was pretty good. He's, he's a Super Bowl champion. But the main reason people watched the Giants on, on primetime games was because of Odell. So that's very true. That's just real rap. I'm not sitting here like it's because of me, but let's just be real. You're right, Odell. Let's be real. So that was the article. Now, here's what I want to say. I'm a Patriots fan. I'm going to preface with that. I'm going to admit that to you. But here is what I am saying. Odell. You may think it's because of race. And you may be right. It may be a factor. But here, here is what I'm looking at. Here's what I'm looking at. Okay? I'm just going to go over Tom Brady's stats. He is 41 years old. He's 6'4". Uh, he went to Michigan. He was a 6th round pick. Pick number 199. He started in 2000. And he's still active. Here are, here are some of his highlights and awards. Six-time Super Bowl champion. Four-time Super Bowl MVP. Three-time NFL Most Valuable Player. Fourteen-time Pro Bowl. Three-time First-Team All-Pro. Two-time Second-Team All-Pro. Two-time NFL Onset Player of the Year. NFL Comeback Player of the Year. And I remember that year because he got hurt in 08 like within seconds. Well, he tore his ACL, and then 09, he just lit it up. Uh, three-time NFL passing yards leader. Four-time NFL passing touchdowns leader. Uh, and just, you know, many many of the things we could, we could really keep going. Okay. Now, let's, let's do Odell, okay? Now, I, I am saying this. Yes, I know they play different positions. I know that. That is not my point here. Okay. Three-time Pro for Odell, three-time Pro Bowl, two-time second-team All-Pro, NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, uh, SEC Champion. Uh, that that that's really that's really all he's accomplished in terms of you know accomplishments in the NFL. Okay, he's five eleven. He's twenty-six years old. Uh, he was the he was the number twelve pick in the twenty fourteen draft. He spent some time with the Giants. 2014 to 2018 and now he's with the Browns but let me let you know Odell talked about you know let's just be real okay Odell let's be real here you have a tendency to always have controversies surrounding you that that's that's really 
just where it comes in. It's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a champion, and yes, he's passionate. And Odell, you're passionate. We're talking about, you know, things, you know, things off the field. That is what differentiates you. I don't know if you remember in, I think it was like March, where it was a, it was a viral video where it appeared to show the Giants, uh, where it, it appeared to show OBJ lying in bed next to a woman, but, and there was a, what appeared to be a joint in his hand, uh, a credit card, and then a plate with uh, a lines of a white substance on it, which, you know, who knows what that could have been. The video was only a few seconds, but it, it raised suspicions. And that's the point we're trying to make, Odell. There, there are just things around you that take away from the team. It's like, man, Odell, 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 Odell. It, it's kind of just like, you know, I expect him to be in the news. You know, you're... He, Odell is just a very flamboyant guy. He likes it. That's his style. That, you know, people are cut from different claws. And that's perfectly okay. But that, Odell, you have to take that into consideration. You know, and th- there are many other incidents that, you know, that happen. You know, your, your, your thing with Josh Norman. And then you... What'd you do? You like speared a guy. I think it was, uh, you speared somebody. Who did you do? You, you, you speared. Yeah, you speared, yeah, you speared Norman. And then you kicked Alec Ogletree. You got fined for that. And then, you know, you had the whole kicking net thing. And then you had you almost got into a fight with uh, Rhodes on the Vikings. I think it was like a, maybe a week later. Let's see. You know you had the the urinating like a dog thing in the the end zone, where you were celebrating a touchdown, and it was just like really Odell. Like, what are you actually doing? You had the uh, the 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 South Beach thing. We're all well, you know. You and some other receivers are on the boat a few game, a few days before before the game, which you lost. And you know, it, it it's just it's just it's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? I, Odell, you just you just have to understand that it's not a racial thing. We don't hear about Tom Brady in the off season for doing something stupid. There's no, there's no speculation towards him. Now you could say Deflate Gate. You could, I mean, you could, you could go, you could go with that. Now I'll, I'll give that to you. But that was related to something that happened on the field. With you, it's just, it's just things where it's, it's centered, it's centered on, it's centered on you, and that, that, that's the difference. Tom Brady is Tom Brady is a Super Bowl champion. You know he's a student of the game. You know Odell, you're still pretty young. You know you're you're 26. Um, you know you're still you're still in your prime. Uh, but you have to understand that it's not a racial thing. 
you know, you've had, you know, you've had ankle injuries and things like that. So that, you know, that affects, that affects things. But that's, that's just, that's just, that's just what you got to, that's just what you have to look at Odell. It's not, it's not because Tom Brady's white and you're black. That, that's not it. Because, because let me, let me ask this. If I, I'm going to do the, I'm going to do my objective person A, person B thing here. If I told you person A's accomplishments, and I told you person B's accomplishments, and then I gave incidents involving all the, all, both person A and person B. Person B is going to, person B in this case would be Odell. Tom Brady would be person A. So if I if I told you, if I told you, okay, uh, person A, six times Super Bowl champion, four times Super Bowl MVP, uh, he's never had a problem off the field. Um, he doesn't get into he doesn't get into physical fights. Um, he does show passion. He does yell at teammates. He does yell at coaches. But it never gets physical. And then I say, okay, with person B, uh, they've never won. They've been in uh, one playoff game. Um, they uh, they were in a video where it looked like they could have possibly been doing drugs. Um, it looked like you know, it look it, they just appear to be in a bad situation. Um, what 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 would what would you say about that? What would you say about those individuals? Person A, six Super Bowl champions, Super Bowl championships. Person B, zero. Okay, off the field for person A, no issues. Person B. Issues off the field. It's it's not it's not it's not racial. No, I can I can certainly see where you might where you might think it is, because us blacks we you know we're more, you know we bloviate a little bit more we celebrate a little bit more, um, and to me to me when it comes to football it does get kind of annoying. Uh, just overall in sports when I see, it's, this is. Mostly noticeable in football, more than anything. But in football, whenever a player seems to make a, whenever a player makes a play like a receiver, or a linebacker, or a, a you know, a defensive lineman, or a safety, or a cornerback, or a running back, any any skill position, they make a play. For some reason, they celebrate, and I never understood it because I I understand football is an emotional game. But what you just did, the play you just made, that is what you're supposed to do. It wasn't anything amazing. It wasn't anything cool. It wasn't anything that just wow or anything like that. There are there are wow plays like that. But overall, I'm talking about every play. It just seems like somebody is celebrating something. And it just it just it just doesn't make any sense. But Odell, the point I'm trying to make, you're not looking. You're not looked at this. You're not looked at this way. You are not perceived 
in this light because you're black. It's because of the, the controversy that surrounds you. You 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 may be about winning, and I your passion according to you, you're passionate, you know, and, and that that is all well and good. But at the end of the day, it's about winning. That that's what it's about at the end of the day. Winning and losing. How much did you win? How much did you lose? How many rings do you have? What what records do you hold? If we went to Tom Brady's list of records, man, I we we would we we'd be going on and on. But that's the point I'm trying to make here, Odell. This is not an this is not an attack on you. This is simply a matter of. This is just simply a, this is just simply a matter of personality. It's just it's personality. It's not race. Don't take it personally. Don't don't just just look at it. Just look at it objectively, Odell. That that's all I encourage you to do. I can't wait to see what you do with the Browns. I'm really I'm just so excited for you guys. I I may go out. And, I may buy your jersey. I just may do that. I'm I'm that excited. But let, let's see what happens in this coming NFL season.